Hello and welcome to Rosie and Jessica's Day of Fun, Episode 6, Lego and Ladies. Hope you enjoy it. Hello, I'm Rosie. I'm Jessica. Welcome to Rosie and Jessica's Day, Day of Fun. Fun, Episode 6. Yay! Rosie, have you been to the BFI this week? No, I've not been to the BFI this week. I'm really sorry, everyone. I should have wanted to sit down before I said that. Good lord. Um, I haven't been to the BFI this week. I have no tickets for nothing, the BFI. Nothing lined up. Well, I mean, the thing is, I was unemployed, so I thought I can no longer afford cinema tickets. I didn't book for me. And now I have a job. But you also have no time to go to the cinema. But now I have no time to go to the cinema. Um, but I've got the June BFI programme. And, I mean, May, May's not over yet. I've still got several <laughs> several days to live. That's true. So um, I'm hopefully going to catch the end of Vincente Minnelli season. There's one about there's one Barbara Streisand on a clear day you can see forever. Um, and then June is uh, Shirley MacLaine season. Fabulous. So I'm going to go and see The Apartment with my friend Tom. Right. But I have become a lifetime member of another cinema. <laughs> Brilliant. And And for that lifetime membership... How much does that cost you? 50 quid. Um, a, a bargain. Cheap at twice the price. Oh, no. And given that it's only £10 for annual membership, although I shall be furious if I die within the next five years. <laughs> what a blooming waste of money that was. So I became a lifetime member of the Prince Charles Cinema in Leicester Square, where I saw Being Elmo, which is a documentary about... About Elmo. About Elmo. About the, the um, puppeteer, the muppeteer behind Elmo off of Sesame Street. Uh, and his life and how he... Like, did... you need to explain who Elmo is. Well, I'm, I mean, it's more about the man, the myth, the legend, and how uh, he he does Elmo. And he's the only person that does Elmo. Um, and that's exciting. I've got a gold card. And they say, here's your lifetime membership card. It's shiny and gold. If you lose it, this is what you get. And it's like a cardboard oh, flimsy rubbish. one. You must never lose it. Well, depending on and if I lose it, how long it takes. I'll just buy another one. I intend, because I mean, if I get that is more than five years I'm, out of it. I'm pretty sure that the £50 doesn't just go towards the membership card. I thought it was solid gold. I've been lied to. Uh, oh. Maybe it's just plated. And then laminated over the top. I'm furious. I'd write a letter of complaint. So, Jessica, this day of fun, you're in fact gearing up to have a week of fun. I'm going to have a week of fun because I don't have to go to work. Ooh. I I'm remember on, what that was like. I'm on Holly Bobs. <laughs> you're on Holly Bobs. <laughs> Um, it's, why, a real, it's a real word. He's did a sentence this week. Um, why are you on Holly Bubs this week? Because uh, I fancied it. Fair play. That's yeah. not the lead into the. Uh... Well, um, I've got the week off because on Sunday I've got my Queen's Guide Award presentation. Woo! But, yeah. but I didn't just want to take Sunday off, and I had quite a lot of holiday to use, so I took the whole week off in preparation. And I'm, you're just having... going to, I'm just going to meditate every day and become very zen to prepare. I'm not really. That's awful. I'm going to just run, um, about the pl- run about the place and eat cake. You're having what I'd like to term a staycation? Yes, exactly. I was going to go I'd away. like to kill myself now for <laughs> saying that. I was considering going away. But then, obviously, I'd have to be back for the weekend and I have to go to guides tonight and tomorrow. So I couldn't go away at the beginning of the week. And then I just kind of never got around to it. I didn't know where I wanted to go or what I wanted to do. So I didn't bother. Um, so I'm just kind of doing cool things in town. So what have you got lined up? Um, well, I'm going to go to um, I'm going to go and visit a National Trust property where um, the Carlyles lived. It's in in town um, near South Kensington. Thomas Carlyle and his wife, yes. Mrs. Thomas Carlyle. Well done, you. 
Um, I'm going to go to that because it's nice and easy to get to. Probably go to the VLA on the same day because it's really close. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go to Ms. Cupcake, which is in Brixton. It's my favourite bakery. It's a vegan cake shop. Awesome. You should go. Like now. And on Saturday night, and I'm super excited about this, I'm going to go and see the roller derby. I'm really jealous. Um, you're going to have your little, live out your little whip it. Yeah. It's like, not whip it as in a dog, whip it as in the film. Yes. Um, Me and my dreams. friend Lynn are going to go and watch the roller derby. And it's it's two bouts that night. I'm going to be stacking shelves. Ooh. What is your roller derby name? You have one. Shirley Trample. Mm, very good. What about you? Despise the Manelli. Well done. Thanks very much. I like it. I'm very proud. <laughs> um, so uh, that sounds like a week. So yeah, I'm just going to gather <coughs> about the place. So I'm sure I'll come up with other things. I think I'm going to go to the National Gallery today because I also <laughs> I have to go into town because I need to go to work to pick up my purse, which I left in my locker. Well done. Yeah. Fair play. Brilliant. Um, I like the National Gallery. You'll have fun. I think so. I'll go and say hello to Lady Jane Grey. She's dead. Saddest nine days of British history. Oh, I know, right? Blimey. On our next episode, you'll be all reporting back. Um, I hope you take lots of pictures to put on the blog. Mm-hmm. Very good. I think also, I just, I have, just kind of generally pottering about the house stuff to do, but not very much. Well, now that I am, uh, in a phrase I'm going to use delicately, a working girl, <laughs> I really appreciate free time. So I had my first, uh, on Thursday, I had a day off after working for six days um, and that was very intense for somebody who's never had a full-time job. And I got so much done on Thursday, because even though it was my day off, so part of my brain was going, don't get dressed, stay here, it's warm here. No one will ask you about organic fruit and vegetables here. Don't go out! Um, the rest of me had a to-do list. And I was just blitzing it. I bought new jeans, I did laundry, I went to a rehearsal, I wrote a sketch... Well done. It was incredible. And the jeans I bought were two inches smaller than the previous pair I bought. Thanks, Just Dance 2 for the Wii. Congratulations. Well done. Thank you very much. So I now appreciate having free time. Yeah, so you, you kind of, you, you, when you have limited time, you just have to pack it in. Yeah, so it's you do loads. It's really good if you, because I work in the evenings, but I feel really productive when I get up early in the morning and do stuff. You say early, you mean about half past ten? No, earlier than that. Like, I apologise. No, nine. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's half past ten, and I'm in my pyjamas. I am dressed, and I've taken my car to the garage, and I've done all sorts of things. I have recorded a radio segment and planned a camp meeting. Oh, um, I mean, a meeting for a camp, yeah. not... Oh, dear. Um, which is another thing we'll be doing by the next episode. We're going to have quite the guiding bonanza. We're going to have a guiding special next, As Jessica next will have fortnight. become a Queen's Guide. She'll now be able to eat swans, as we've previously spoken yeah. about. No, no, cook a swan. I apologise. Not eat it, just cook, cook it. Cook it, but not eat it. Cook it, kill it, don't eat it. Yeah. Not in that order. Why would you cook something and then kill something? It's inhumane. Lobsters. And we'll have just come back from camp yep. in Wiltshire. I've got to go to work the next day. <laughs> I'm thrilled. So it should be jolly good fun. Yes, I think it's going to be exciting. Speaking of jolly good fun... At the moment, there is an absolute glut of programmes about hoarding on television. Yes, that's, that's, I'm sort of leading there with talking about pottering about, it's going to lead into paperwork. Oh, I've got a little bit of paperwork to sort out and then I'm done because I don't want to turn into a hoarder. Now, speaking of hoarders. Hoarding. It's, I, it's very de rigueur. It's, I mean, now I'd like to say, I was a fan of The Life of Laundry 2002 to 2004. Yeah, as we've, as we've previously mentioned. Incredible. Yeah. 
and uh, currently you can't move. It's like it's like someone's hoarding the hoarding program. It says Channel 4's The Hoarder Next Door, or The Hoarder Next Order, as I like to call it. Very nice. And Britain's Biggest Hoarders, which was a one-off on the BBC. Yeah. They could definitely have got a full series out of that Woodward's Warehouse of stuff. Yes, that was a follow-up yeah. to um, my, my hoarder mum and me. For those of you who don't know, hoarding is having loads of stuff. And that's kind of it. And having an emotional attachment and you are unable to get rid of your possessions. It's, it's a psychological... It is actually a psychological problem. Oh, yeah. It's not just people who are a bit grabbing. And it's people clearing out their houses. And there was a there was a, an interview at one point in the programme on Channel 4. And she stopped and there's a scaring noise. She went, ah, that's our rat. And then a bit later, they said, oh, we found a dead rat when they were clearing the house. And they pulled out an electrical item which had a, a rat biting through the wire that had then died biting through the wire. So I presume it was plugged in and it was still there clenching onto the wire with its teeth in and obviously died there and then and had just petrified. <laughs> um, and I think that's probably the finest thing I've ever seen on British television. So well done, Channel 4. Well done. So if you'd like to do that, my recommendation is sit down, watch a program about hoarding, then burn half your possessions just in case, okay? Might go and do that now. Okay. Well, we'll be back in a minute. We'll be back in a minute. Well, that's done. Yeah. Would you like my song-based pick of the week? Oh, I'd love it, Jessica. I've picked Fidelity by Regina Spector. Lovely. Yeah. So to ch- ch- check that out. Yeah, ch- ch- check it out. We'll put a link in the show notes on or the blog. Something. <laughs> Guides this week is being run by Jessica. Yay! Um, and what are you doing? Well, I'm not at work. That's well, the first thing I'm not doing. Okay, yeah, we've established that. I feel I like... Just, I just wanted to... Reminds the listeners Back I it up just in case I've forgotten. I was thinking of doing something kind of based on the Girls' Attitude Survey, which was run by Girl Guide in the UK. And um, by pure coincidence, there's been a lot of stuff in the news this week about um, from Girl Guide in the UK about the lack of role models for, for girls and young women. Yeah. Um, so by pure coincidence, I can completely use that to my advantage. It's your basically doing the world's most topical guide meeting. Most topical ever. since I did Charles Dickens' birthday night last term. Which isn't yeah. topical because it's like 200 years ago, but it was topical at the time, all right, guys? What these articles are arguing is that um, girls don't have suitable role models, so um, but they can name all the like pop stars and actresses and I really like TV the Saturdays! And Towie. That was Charles that just came in and told me that she really liked the Saturdays. Well done. Random Charles, he's just wandered in. She's got now. Yeah, and they all like Towie and... Yeah. Stuff. So they can tell you about Amy Childs, but not Amy Johnson. Exactly. I'm really ashamed that I could name Amy Childs. Ubiquitous. She gets everywhere. She is. She's all over the like place. Like Japanese nutweed. Yeah. And you do have to call the council if she gets within 10 feet of your house. Do you want a gold star for that? Yes. Very good. So, Jessica will be doing lady role models yeah. at Guides. And then I'm going to get them to come up with their ideal role model or their ideal woman going to be great i'm excited i'm going to do it kind of along the lines of the cool wall but with like, attributes but without cars less cars more positive attributes about women for women thanks very much the Fawcett society so this week's top fives playing beautifully into that top five female role models slash women in general women what we like our mother obviously cool chicks Oh dear, no. How is 1994? It's really good, actually. I'm really enjoying it. I've got polyester trousers on. Because <laughs> it's 1994. My turn to go first, I think. Because it's an even-numbered episode. Yep. This is how we do it. I would like to open with Josephine Baker, who 
was a lady in the sort of 20s and 30s. She was a lady throughout her life, right? But uh, she was a a woman who helped the French resistance, um, adopted lots and lots of children from lots of different nations, had a pet leopard, and yet is most famous for wearing a banana skirt. And she was a sort of an, an, an exotic dancer, would you say? Yeah. But without the string fellow uh, attachment to that word. Well, to be fair, at the point, she was only wearing a banana skirt. Oh, that's true. Um, and yeah, she was just a very cool lady. I'd like Mary Seacole, um, the cool uh, Florence Nightingale. Yeah. yeah, Florence Nightingale, she was a big old racist. Yeah. I'm going to say it now. You may have invented the pie chart, but that doesn't mean you can lack some morals. One thing she did have going for her, she invented the pie chart. Um, she said Mary Seacole couldn't come and be a nurse in the Crimea. So Mary Seacole went, I'm going to go anyway. Yeah. And suck, she, she suck went. it, Florence Nightingale. Yeah, you and your blooming lamp. And uh, she didn't kill as many people and they all got drunk together and they used to play cards and drink whiskey i um, mean that's that's more enjoyable you've just lost your leg would you rather have someone showing you a pie chart or would you rather be playing cards and drinking whiskey i'd like the mitfords brackets all, all of them no not the fascists the mitfords were six sisters all born between 1903 mm-hmm. and 1900 mm-hmm. um, and they were sort of uh, the the aristocracy and nancy mitford the writer was the eldest and then Unity shot herself because we went to war with Germany and she loved Hitler. And Diana was married to Oswald Mosley. But apart from those two, Nancy was a writer. Jessica was a communist and ran away to America. Um, Pamela liked to look after chickens and cook a lot. And uh, Deb became the Duchess of Devonshire and is still alive. So I'd probably pick her because she was quite nice. She didn't really have political affiliations. Probably wise, given that. Yeah. Um, and they wrote fascinating letters to each other. My next choice is Miss Josie Long, who is a comedian, and uh, I will now say, as of the last two years, political activist. She's um, well, She was originally known for being really whimsical, and now she does lots of stuff um, with UK Uncut, and she did the art tour, which was or alternative reality tour, and uh, they do stuff about making sure that there are things where, where, where cuts have happened, and they go and do comedy and music and stuff on beaches and weird places like that. Yeah, and underpasses. And underpasses. She's really funny and really lovely, and I once interviewed her through the medium of cupcakes. And my final choice is a double bill, but given I've just had a sextuple bill, it doesn't really matter, is Judy and Liza, who are not role models in any way, because they have had really probably quite sad lives, I think. But um, I. But you love them anyway. But I love them anyway, and I I love their music, and I love Liza Minnelli on Arrested Development, and as we know, <laughs> I really like her dad's films at the BFI. And Judy is in Easter Parade and The Wizard of Oz, and she was very sad, but she sang beautifully, and she gave us Rufus Does Judy. So yeah, how can she be wrong? Well, my I have my my kind of my first three can be sort of you know of a similar ilk, and then the. Right, anyway. I went very for a sort of mishmash. <laughs> yes, you did. Um, so Amelia Earhart. Yeah. And if you want to find out more about about Amelia Earhart and Fred Nugent, who was her navigator, listen to the Stuff You Should Know podcast by um, Josh and Chuck. Um, and they have a Stuff You Should Know about Amelia Earhart. Um, and it's really interesting. And she wasn't by herself when she went missing. She had Fred, um, who was the navigator, um, and um, and they got lost. But yeah. she was cool. She was like a female aviator. And didn't you know, just carried on, even though everyone said she couldn't do it. And she was Amy Adams. And she was played by Amy Adams in Night at the Museum too. <laughs> uh, strangely Christmassy films. 
<laughs> what? No. The next choice. Let's, let's move on. Uh, Millicent Fawcett, or Millicent Garrett Fawcett, who was the leader of the suffragists. Yeah. Not the suffragettes. Suffragists. They did things peacefully. They didn't chain themselves to things. Throw themselves under things. They didn't throw hammers through windows. Hide in uh, cupboards. They just jolly well got on with it. And, and probably, actually, to be fair, um, achieved more than the suffragettes did, even though the suffragettes made the, made the noise and got the attention. And her sister was the first woman in England, Elizabeth, um, to qualify as a doctor. So, well done, Elizabeth Fawcett. Elizabeth Garrett, actually, she was. She obviously was not married to Millicent's husband. Although he had originally planned to marry Elizabeth, and then she was like, OK, I'm going to be a girl and be a doctor now, bye. And she's like, OK, I'll marry Millicent instead. That is true love, though. It was. No, it was fine. They were married for years. But she was his secretary, and they had, like, the perfect meeting of minds. And it was actually really good. And she did a lot to um, repeal the Contagious Diseases Act. Agnes Baden-Powell, sister of Robert Baden-Powell, who started the uh, Boy Scouts. And she was then in and charge then of the Girl Scouts. And they started the Girl Scouts. And then Olave, his wife. Olave became the chief guide, and Agnes was the president. Excellent. Yes. Yeah. Good to have some guiding She had loads of cool hobbies as well. She kept birds and butterflies, and she and her brother... Against their will. Yeah. Built a hot air balloon. <laughs> oh, what? Against their will. No. <laughs> and Amazing. she was an honorary member of the Royal Aviation Society. Um, and she was always off, like, do, having adventures and stuff. Right, should we go to your next choice? Yes. Dolly Parton. I love her. Because, you know, she sings a catchy ditty. She doesn't care what anyone thinks of her. She's an incredible wit. How long does it take to do your hair? I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm never there when it, when it gets done. And it takes a lot of money to look this cheap. I just, I really like her. And she does this um, reading programme for children. And she said, like, from, from the moment they're born, she sends books to all these children that are signed up. For I think still, for, still they're five or something? So they're five. They get sort of four books a year or something. And she's adopted them in Rotherham as well. Yes. It's me from the US to the UK. Brilliant. And lastly, last but not least, Ellen DeGeneres. I love her. Because she's really nice and she's really funny. And she's Dory from Finding Nemo. Yes, and she's Ellen from Ellen. Yeah. And she's just cool. And she's married to Portia de Rossi. I know. And they're, you know, a great celebrity couple. Honourable mentions. <clears throat> we found this originally quite difficult it to think of female role models. We kind of, we kind of precisely summed up exactly what the survey had discovered, that there aren't enough positive female role models. It took us ages to think of them, but once we got going, it was fine. So we Mary Shelley, yeah, because she invented horror. Yes, it literally did not exist before her, and her mother was Mary Wollstonecraft, who you know pretty much wrote the handbook on feminism. So that's pretty good. But she's cool. Um, we have a pair of Hepburns. I've picked Catherine Hepburn, and I've picked Audrey. Um, I've picked Catherine Hepburn because she wore trousers, and everyone hated her, but she was still really successful. They didn't hate her. Um, uh, oh, this one's mine as well. Karen Carpenter. Another tragic life. But she was a really good drummer. Yeah. Go on YouTube, type in Karen Carpenter drumming, and especially strike up the band. She's just, she's amazing. But she wasn't really allowed to drum. They're like, no, you have to sing, you'll sing. Off you go. And she was really unhappy, and then she died. But she looked really happy when she's playing the drums. I like it. Um, I've picked Angela Carter, who I only read a couple of books uh, of her short stories by, um, but she rewrote fairy tales for grown-ups. And I mean very grown-up. Um, but she she was um then sort of from a very feminist perspective, and they're really interesting. Um, I've also picked Victoria Wood. It's been mentioned many times how much I and in fact we both love dinner ladies. Yeah. Um, I picked Ginger Rogers now because I like her. I like literally every film I've ever seen her in, and uh, yeah, just something about her. I like her. Um, we've put Michelle Obama and Hillary Clinton. Yes. Yeah. But first ladies, 
but also doing cool stuff in their own right. Yeah, I well, mean, Hillary Clinton is genuinely a politician, and yeah. you know, making a stir. Michelle Obama does press ups with Ellen. I ring you invite, the invite the first lady on your show and then challenge her to a press up competition. I'm going to say now, Barbara Bush would never be doing that. Yeah, um, she won't though. <laughs> um, and uh, and uh, Hillary Clinton, lovely stateswoman, and also very cool. There was a thing called text from Hillary, and somebody started a blog writing fake texts pretending to be from Hillary saying, oh, you know, about pop culture. And then Hillary Clinton emailed them and said how much she liked it. Oh, that's nice. And then Jason Segal, who was in How I Met Your Mother and wrote and was in The Muppets, um, in an interview he jokingly said that the mother in How I Met Your Mother would be Hillary Clinton. (laughs) And she wrote to him and said, well, that's fine, but um, I get to be in The Muppets, right? (laughs) Um, And then I've also put Tina Fey, who wrote who writes 30 Rock, uh, sent up Sarah Palin. Yeah, is a, a very funny female comedian. Yeah, and those are our top fives. Hooray! I feel empowered. So do I. The end of top fives is, of course, a song. So my song this week is Jeepster by T-Rex. So now we have a day of fun film review. For any of you who follow us on Twitter, you might have seen a couple of weeks ago, we had a, an evening in where we made a curry... We had a bottle of house wine. It was really good, that wine. Very drinkable. Um, Slipped down a treat. Sainsbury's house wine, sweet white. Thoroughly recommended. It's like juice. (laughs) And we watched a DVD. It's like drinking the syrup out of the peach tin. (laughs) So we went to the uh, library and we walked in we said, we'll get a DVD. And it was the first DVD we saw. And we said, well, it's going to be this. And then we spent about five minutes looking at all the other DVDs. But we knew it would be But we we were drawn back to the original one anyway. So we rented and watched Burlesque, starring Cher and Christina Aguilera. A seminal film classic. Now, within about five minutes, I said, I think this is the worst thing I've ever seen. And now I want to buy it on DVD. By the worst thing we've ever seen, we mean the best thing we've ever seen. It's ridiculous. I mean, you don't, you can fast forward any bit that's not, that's that's meant to be plot orientated. (laughs) And I say plot in the lightest sense of the word. What a film. It's sparkly, there's singing, there's Cher, Stanley Tucci. Acting everyone off the screen with absolutely no effort whatsoever. oh my god he's chewing scenery that man <laughs> Sally Tucci I'm pretty sure is, an Os- is he at least an Oscar nominated <laughs> right. oh no she has an Oscar winner isn't she <laughs> yes I think she is the the plot is a girl leaves her small town of which you know precisely nothing it yeah. appears for about three minutes and you think this will come back this will come back and she goes to the big city and then she, think, she just wants to be an actress and she just wants to make it big to, she wants to be a star she immediately goes to a burlesque club and thinks I'll do this then which I don't think is <laughs> yeah. the usual career path usually that's what happens when you've been there a couple of years and haven't made it and it's she, not that case <coughs> it's very classy yeah. and Alan Cummings in it because he's on screen for approximately two and a half minutes um, I dressed think I think in his own had... clothes <laughs> I'd say it looks like he probably had a bigger car part that got cut down a lot. There's a very odd. You know, he has a song. He does have a song, but it's kind of in the background. It's in the background, <laughs> and really you think, weird. and it's really weird. Um, but yeah, I watched it twice. Very good. I watched it sort of seventy-five percent because I thought I couldn't quite concentrate. I was texting. I was doing draw something. Okay. Okay. No. Yes. Technically, the first time I watched it, I didn't at any point fall asleep. Do you had your eyes closed. At one point, quite a lot. I, I was quite tired, and I just thought I just closed my eyes a bit and thought, oh no, no, hang on, I'm supposed to be watching a film. I don't want to go to sleep. Um, so I would say it's thoroughly recommended. Yeah, I've watched it. It's brilliant. And it only cost us a pound for a week. I know. From the library. This is why you should get things from the library. So that is our slightly hysterical film review. There's no way to talk about the film Burlesque in a sensible manner. No. 
needle and fed. Unless you're going to commit to it fully, just put on a black lace body stocking and a wig and just... Well, that's what I did. Yeah. Did you not appreciate that? Um, well, the fact that it was sort of over, on over your pyjamas and your hoodie. <laughs> needle and fed. Needle and fed. So this morning, I took delivery of 15 balls of wool in a big squashy packet, like a pillow, of Siddhar, big softy. And I opened the packet and our dad said, blimey, you're not going to wear a jumper of that colour, are you? Yes, I am. Yes, I am. I would describe it as the colour of a yolk of a cream egg. Not an egg, a cream egg. <laughs> a cream egg, yeah. It's more orangey than a normal egg. So I'll be knitting the Dolman sweater from a vintage knits book, which I will uh, link to on Ravelry. Um, not many people have knitted it up and I couldn't work out what wool to get. I went to John Lewis the other week and just sort of poked wool for about half an hour. And then I got home, looked at Ravelry and people had suggested uh, one person to knit it in Big Softy. So I thought, I know this wool. I know it exists. I'll have that wool. Good choice. I need to go and buy new needles though. Oh. So I can't start. I'm still knitting my snood. It's taking ages. Four mil circular needles. Have you actually done any knitting on it since the last shave? Yes, I have I have done it do quite a bit. I knitted some of it on the tube yesterday, but the yarn is really fine, so it just takes ages. Yeah. And I'm kind of wishing I'm about halfway through and I'm kind of wishing I'd used chunkier needles. But yeah. I'm not frogging it. Have you cooked anything this week? Not at all. I've made a lot of packed lunches. Now I really like a packed lunch. I think if you're gonna take lunch, make a proper packed lunch. You want a sandwich. You want an item, if not two items of fruit, a yoghurt and a bar of something. Possibly even a little packet of maybe crackers or crisps Ooh, or something. Ooh, yeah, crisps. That's what I don't have. Our dad revealed that he takes the same packed lunch now that he used to take as a child, except he doesn't have tea bread anymore. So despite the fact that he now has a full-time job and is a grown adult, his lunches have got <laughs> worse. <laughs> well, because he doesn't have he doesn't tea bread. He doesn't have tea bread. We haven't had crisps in packed lunches for ages because our mum decided that... She hated storing them. She, yeah, it was... A, a, they're bad for you. And she didn't want them to be in our pack lunch anymore because she couldn't face spending any more of her life trying to fit massive multi-packs of crisps into the cupboard. So what I'm saying is my baking has consisted of pack lunches. I made mocha brownies. Oh. Chocolate brownies with coffee. And I put coffee into the mix and then I sort of drizzled them with a coffee icing. Glacé icing. Lovely. They were very nice. They were, thank you. I took them, I actually, I made them to take to work because I hadn't done this gig but um, a lot of my colleagues had done an extra gig the night before that had finished at two o'clock in the morning so some people um, were quite tired. I thought everyone will need sugar and caffeine so I made chocolate coffee brownies. They're a huge hit. So what have we seen this week? I suggest um, that you follow the link on the blog for Arrested Development Lego. Somebody has built the Bluth family house. They've built all of the Bluth characters. Um, They've got the stair car it's a very good thing. I put life, death, top tips. So if you've ever read anything like That's Life, they and have... And love it. And love it. They Those have... kind of weekly, flimsy magazines. Whose prices never come to a round number. It's always 37p, <laughs> yeah. 52p. I mean, you get a free word search with it. Mental. Um, um, my baby ate my dog. That's... Uh, I mean, that's too normal. My long-lost twin um, turned orange and then tried to strangle me with my own shoelaces. That kind of thing. Um, in Marbella! Yes, on holiday. Um, so on my wedding night. Now what they <laughs> Exactly, on my wedding <laughs> night. Now what they will also do is they have um, a page of tips where you can send in your tips for life. Now obviously they started off with good intentions. But there is now a blog uh, called Life Death Top Tips which details we'll all of the, the crazy notes. things 
that people suggest. They're very funny. A lot of them involve feminine hygiene products. In new and interesting ways. Um, oh, and they've also had, I mean, just utterly crazy things. I don't have a tall vase. Um, empty the tennis ball, uh, empty the uh, tennis ball packet and put them in there. Yeah, they are truly phenomenal. Yeah. To make a zigzag parting in your hair, try using a fork instead of a comb. The prongs make a great wavy effect in your barnet. Just make sure you give the fork a wash before you eat your tea with it. And unfortunately, they have two members of staff called Charlotte and Izzy, who they, they are, make they demonstrate chi- the tip. Chizzy. Chizzy. And there are always pictures of them looking faintly embarrassed these to be poor, sticking forks in their hair. poor girls doing photo demonstrations. Why would a fork make... No. Just no. Don't bother with Tupperware or pricey lunchboxes for your sarnies. Use an old video case. Pick out your favourite VHS cover. Give <laughs> it a white cleat and, clip and slip in your sandwiches. Your egg mayo won't get squashed and your mates will be really impressed. No, they won't be. They'll be creeped out. Oh, what have I got here? Is it a VHS of uh, Who Friend Roger Rabbit? Why no, it's a BLT. <laughs> Suck on that. <sighs> yeah, so we will be back in two weeks for a bonanza of Jessica's week of fun, Jessica's Queen's Guide thing, our trip to Mega... I can tell you exciting stories from the world of shell stacking. I'm so excited. I just can't hide it. Oh, I'm about to lose control, but I think I like it. We shall see you in a fortnight. To find out more and to look at our show notes, you can visit our website at rosieandjessica.co.uk. You can email us at say hello to rosieandjessica at gmail.com. Or you can follow us on Twitter, The Day of Fun Show. You can listen to our shows on Mixcloud, or you can download us from iTunes. See you soon!